Hola, hello, bienvenidos, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Where has the time gone? Like, I don't even know what's going on, but it's September 2021, and over here in SIA World, we are officially kicking off season three of, drumroll please, SIA Chats. Oh yes, we are back <laughs> empowering, enlightening, and educating all powered by the lovely sisters of Hermandad de Sigma Iota Alpha Incorporada. This is not a typical episode today though, because today we are kicking off a new tradition that we're gonna be calling passing the flame. You know, like passing the torch, but of course we gotta go with the flame because we bring the fuego. Um, <laughs> so as many folks already know, I am going to be officially retiring as the Sia Chats host, but I'm going to be passing the flame over to another wonderful Edmana to take my spot and continue, um, you know, everything and bring the fun. So today we are going to bring to the stage Jessica Lynn Rivera. Hey guys, what's up everybody? So just a quick intro of who I am. Um, my name is Jessica Lynn Rivera. I am Hermana Invencible. I pledged spring 2002 at the absolutely amazing Alpha Alpha chapter. Um, so I've been a sister for 19 years now. And it's crazy to even say that because even when I have conversations with people and they're like, you're old school. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And they're like, wait, you're almost, it's almost two decades. And I'm just like, wait, is that really old school? But yeah, so um, like I said, I've been in Hermana for, for 19 years. I've served on the stroll team. I was on the stroll team for about, I think it was 12 years. Um, yeah, it was 12 years um, from summer, fall 2002 to fall 2014. Um, I've served as the national treasurer. Um, you know, I've had the honor of, you know, just serving in different capacities. And when this opportunity opened up, I just, you know, felt like it was the time to try something new. So Thank you for welcoming, welcoming me to, uh, to this new platform. And thank you for opening this up because um, I think this is definitely something that um, we need as an organization. And you know, with everything going on, it's just great to have another platform to communicate with people. So thank you for that. Yeah, of course. And you've had your hand in SIA for so long now and you've done all these different you've you've held all these different positions worn all these different hats so I'm very grateful that you've decided to come on board with this initiative because it really is a trailblazing initiative that I kind of I, I put it under my wing and I've built it from the ground up so I'm very appreciative of that because this was kind of my baby mm -hmm. season so um, yeah, it is a little bittersweet, but I am so excited to talk with you and get to know a little bit about you and let our listeners know about what they should be expecting next. Okay. So to start things off, what, so you already told us a little bit about yourself, but mm -hmm. what piqued your interest specifically when you saw this or heard about this and you were like, hmm, I could do that. So it's funny. Um, so, um, I think it was right after, I would say it was probably a little while after, you know, the pandemic um, hit, you know, everyone was home and, 
you know, we were all going through our own trials and tribulations, you know, whether you know someone who passed of COVID or had someone who knew someone or knew someone who had it and you were just apprehensive of getting it yourself, but you're stuck indoors. You know, I'm a mom, I have a nine-year-old and homeschooling was crazy. Um, so I had started a blog um, called Reflection and Introspection. And I was just talking about like the things that I go through um, in terms of like, you know, the, I, I've suffered from depression, I have severe anxiety, and everything was essentially heightened during the pandemic. And I found that writing about it, and even sharing on um, Instagram about it on IGTV, just talking about it really helped me feel better. And then I realized that people were really, really, you know, watching my stories and reading things on my blog and saying like, thank you for saying that because I was feeling that way today and, and hearing you talk about it really made me feel better. And I've had a few people saying like, you know, why don't you start a blog? And I'm like, I'm not doing that. And, and then it kind of becomes a thing where you realize like there were a lot of them out, out there. So I just didn't know where to start. So I kind of just focused my energy on my blog and you know, just kept doing that, posting motivational things on Instagram every morning. And then I saw this opportunity and I said, you know, like, I think there's a lot of things that can be shared with different people. And this gives me the opportunity to do that. And in a way, it, you know, thank you for doing it because it kind of takes the, the legwork of starting it, which is, you know, that's not an easy task. So starting it from the ground up and now it's like, okay, now I get to come in and kind of share my insight, but kind of somebody already started the work. So that part is out of the way. So that's kind of what really piqued my interest. I think it was something that I've been wanting to do for some time. And I felt like, you know, all signs of the universe were kind of leading to this path. You know, I believe a lot in manifestation and, you know, things of that nature. And I feel like when you speak of things it kind of eventually will intertwine in your universe and whatever's meant to happen is gonna happen. So I felt like, you know, you passing that flame on, this was my opportunity to kind of broaden my, my horizons and kind of get out of the fear that I had of, of, you know, doing something of this magnitude. So that's kind of where it came right. from. Yeah, and that's awesome. You finding that outlet through your blog as a form of therapy really right. like it was therapeutic for you so now that this opportunity uh opens up for you you're able to kind of continue that journey and I, I also loved it for myself in that sense it was therapeutic because I I love being an admana and I love connecting with other admanas and that was kind of like a comforting thing for me meeting new people and right. being able to talk and uh listen and just have those connections especially during the pandemic because right. technology is a beautiful thing right we could sit here and we can connect with each other even though we're not face to face so right yeah right yeah I definitely agree with that I think I think um technology saved a lot of people you know during this pandemic because that sense of like solitude and loneliness was just magnetized you know it was just magnified you know, um, during the pandemic. So being able to find a creative outlet um, definitely helped a lot of people. So yeah. it, it definitely is a good thing for sure. Absolutely. So what are you most excited for? Embarking uh, on this new journey. 
Um, you know, it's interesting when you're starting something new and you think about where you want to go and the direction that you're headed. Um, I think just being able to do something different that is, is something that I'm passionate about. I've realized that sharing my struggles have really helped other people work through theirs and having, you know, a bigger platform to do that with people, you know, and, and bring other people into the mix as well and allow them to talk about it. Because, you know, sometimes when we go through something, we feel like we're alone and it doesn't matter how many people are going through it. You know, you still feel alone. Like you still feel like, yeah, there are people that have it worse than me. There are people that, you know, are struggling more than I am, but you still feel this loneliness that you can't describe and being able to, you know, talk about it and have people share with you their struggles. You know, that's something that I'm looking forward to, not in the sense of like, I want everybody to be on this cry fest, but, you know, I just want people to understand like, you're not alone in the things that you go through on your hardest day. You know, even if you find one person to listen, one person to share your your story and go through that journey with you, it makes your day so much better. I can't even tell you how many times I felt like I, I can't do this. And it would be that one person, you know, sometimes it would be my line sister who, you know, in the 19 years we become best friends, you know, she's my daughter's godmother. I'm her god, her daughter's godmother, you know? So having that outlet is something that I'm grateful for. And I feel like being able to, you know, share that experience with other people and open it up to people. I think that's what I'm most excited about, you know, moving forward in this new journey <laughs> that I'm about to embark on for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that, that reminds me like when I was in college and, you know, pledging at such a young age, I pledged in my second semester of my freshman year. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, all right, I just, and I had just moved into a huge city because I went to school in New York City, but I'm originally mm-hmm. from Pennsylvania. And yeah. one thing that I learned very quickly is that no matter how many folks are showing up, you know, specifically whether it's like for an event, for a conversation, whatever the case may be, you give that one person or two people the same experience that you would if it was a room full of people. Yes. Because you are still leaving that impact on them, no matter, no matter how big, no matter how small your audience is, it doesn't yes. matter. You give them yeah. the same, the same show, the same conversation, the same um, courtesy that you would if it was a big event or whatever the case may be, you know? So that totally like that hit home for me because it, it really doesn't matter. You're, you're, you're speaking, you know, truthfully from the heart and you're having conversations um, whether it's like a harder topic or a softer topic, mm-hmm. it's always just having that outlet to be able to speak on it, especially absolutely. for folks who may not have that outlet, you know? Right. No, you're absolutely right. I think, it, and it does open, I think it opens people up too. I think even for me, I'll be honest, you know, for a long time working through my depression and my anxiety, I kind of felt like I needed to go through it alone because you never want to feel like you're a burden on someone else. You know what I mean? Like you feel like I don't want someone to take my burden on their shoulders. So you try to find a way to release it on your own. And that actually makes it worse. So 
being able to talk about it and open it up to someone else. And then someone else say, you know, like, that's what I felt like today. And by you expressing that you felt like that, it made me realize that it's okay to feel the way that I do. Tomorrow's another day and I will be better tomorrow than I am today, Mm -hmm. you know? So I get it, you're a hundred percent right. It's not about the size of the audience. You know, what do we say in SIA? It's it's quality over quantity, right? We say that all the time. So if you are reaching one person or a hundred people, that one person changing that one person's life, changing their perspective on something is just Mm -hmm. so gratifying in itself. So just having the platform to do that for people and to open it up to other people so that they can work with you on different things, I think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that's what that's one of the one of the reasons I really, really enjoyed having this position and being able to open it up for others. Right. So so now that you're gonna be taking the reins, mm-hmm. what what should our audience be expecting? So I feel like there's just so many things that so many different things that need to be spoken of you know I think one of the things that I loved about the previous seasons is that there was a lot of women you know women empowerment and I think that is Mm -hmm. crucial because I think you know for a long time things have changed drastically you know especially after like the me too movement you know you Mm -hmm. see things heading in a different direction for women and that's great you know I love that I love that we're out there and we are putting it out there that you can be a woman and you can have a career and be a mom and do all these different things. You know, you can be the vice president of the United States. You can do all these things. And I think it's beautiful. But I also feel that there are so many other things that need to be discussed. And I just want to open that that broad world up. You know, um, there's definitely going to be a lot of things that we discuss this season, um, you know, I was talking to one of our other um, sorority sisters who have a few sorority sisters that are going to be uh, guest appearing on episodes this season. And I don't want to give too much away, so I'm not going to talk too, too much about it. But I just feel like the topics that we're going to be discussing, while it is women, women's, like women's empowerment, it is also going to be something that's directed towards men alike because men go through a lot of the same struggles that we do as well. You know, I mean, sometimes we feel like their issues are sometimes addressed quicker than ours are just because of the way the world has, you know, revolved. But now that we're evolving and we're going into a different, um, you know, in a different direction, I think we want to make sure that we are empowering women, but we're also empowering men too, because it's a it's a it's a it's a thing we have to do together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, united we stand, divided we fall. So I want to be I'm going to be touching on a lot of things that focus on female empowerment and you know uh, the psychological aspect of things. You know, just like things that I've gone through that I know that I've spoken to different like men about and how they're. Um, you know, they deal with it, toxic masculinity, you know, all these things that impact us as people, not even as a female or as a male, but just, it just impacts us differently. So I'm kind of ready to dive into those kind of topics. So it's going to be an interesting season. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like over here. I'm, I'm excited to listen <laughs> to all of this. Like, I can't wait. I just, good. just this little 
mini synopsis. It just sounds, it sounds great. And I love the fact that you brought up, you know, trying to include more uh, male listeners. Right. You know, they can connect with what we're talking about as well, because um, with doing the past two seasons, it has been very, very like female uh, focused. And that's mainly what our audience is like when I'm right. scenes and I'm looking at the analytics and everything of who's listening and where they're listening from. So I am excited to see it grow. And that's really, that's, that's my biggest wish is that, you know, passing the flame, passing the torch. I want to see this grow as much as possible. So that's right. awesome. I love it. Yeah, that. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be fun. It's yeah. going to be fun. <laughs> awesome. So um, what, is there anything that you are planning to kind of like keep the, the same formats or are you completely thinking of revamping and doing it your own way? Like, tell us a little bit of that, like format wise. So I honestly love the format the way it is. And I have a, you know, I'm big on if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, some things just don't need to be revamped. I think, you know, you can keep to, you can keep to like a set script, but you can, you know, just modify in, in different ways. So I'm not here trying to reinvent the wheel. That's definitely not who I am. Um, I think what you've done is a beautiful thing. And if anything, I would rather just, um, you know, add on to it, you know, and, and keep it in the same, because, you know, being, being hermanas of this organization, we know tradition is, is big. You know, we heavily believe on tradition. And I feel like, you know, if we were to go ahead and just completely change the structure of everything that you've done, it's taking away from the essence of what you built, you know, like you said, this was your baby. So my, me coming in, it's kind of not to go ahead and be like, well, we're just going to go ahead and change everything. No, there's nothing wrong with what was done. So I actually love it the way it is. And I just want to, you know, just bring a little different, a different take on things that have been done, you know, touching different topics and things like that. But I think you've done a great job. You and your team have done a great job. So I'm not here trying to, to change it. And frankly, like, I mean, I will be honest with you. This is still very nerve wracking for me just because I'm doing something that I've never done before. Um, yeah, I'm technologically, technologically savvy, but there's still a lot that I need to learn. So the last thing I need to do is take on trying to completely change the dynamic of everything that you've done on top of trying to learn how to do everything in itself. So no, that's not happening. We're not doing that. Sorry, I can't. So it will still feel like you're a baby. You know, it'll just be, you know, it's just a little bit of Jess's flavor to it. That's it. Yes. No, I I definitely get it. And I appreciate your words. That was very sweet. Um, No, I have worked hard to create the foundation. So I hope that all I hope is that I gave you enough so that you're able to work off of and definitely bring your your flavor and your style and everything. That's that's what I want to see, you know. And I think it's just a beautiful thing. So thank you for that. Of course, um, of course. So it's to my understanding, you also have some questions for me. I do. So, you know, I, 
you know, I'm, I'm kind of trying to, 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 to play your role, right? So I'm trying to, so we know that this is something that you created. And obviously, you, you know, the audience knows who you are. But what was the inspiration? Like, what led to you deciding, you know what, I'm gonna start a podcast, you know, because this is a big era for podcasts. So what made you decide, like, this is the direction I need to go? And, you know, how, how did you how did you go about that? Yeah, so this specifically actually kind of ended up on my lap because um, it was in 2020, I had um, obtained the position as community affairs director within SIA. So under this position, when I was having my, you know, welcome calls and transition calls and everything, um, Ariana, our president, she was speaking with me and said that you know, one of the initiatives under the previous community affairs director was to start some sort of podcast of a sort to, you know, be able to highlight uh, Irmandad and uh, speak with Irmanas on uh, a very wide variety of of issues and topics. And it just never um, came to life. Mm -hmm. And with my background, I went to school for media and communication specifically my career goals is to be a, a, a host. I wanted to be an entertainment host for a very long time. Um, the, the specific type of host has changed recently, but that's not the point here. Um, but that was basically the, the path I've always wanted to be right. on. So Ariana, she's also my pledge mom. So <laughs> her knowing all this information about me, she was like, this would be amazing if you took this and ran with it. And I know like, I, I know your dedication and I know that your career goals and everything, this would be very good for you. Um, not only professionally, but you know, personally. And then you're also helping the sisterhood as well, you know, try to right. try to grow and, and bridge gaps and become, um, you know, have like a more modern outlet. So that's basically what happened. And I was like, heck yeah, I am, <laughs> I'm down to do it. I was totally terrified at first. I was like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I know the feeling. But, <laughs> but I did a lot of research. I spoke to a lot of folks um, who have done it before or, you know, kind of know that side of the media world. And, you know, one step at a time, I was able to, to build it up and get a team together. Uh, in the beginning, it was just me. I was doing everything like so. Well, let, let me take that back. It wasn't just me. I, I did have mm -hmm. Ariana behind me. I did have like the VP of communications behind me. You know, there's always like with within SIA, you always have some people behind you supporting you. Right. But, um, you know, it was just like all the back work that I had to do. At first, I felt like it was just me. So it was very, it was a good experience being able to build it up and, right. and form those connections and bonds and have those people that were able to support me throughout the entire process. So yeah, that's how it started. It's <laughs> a lot. I mean, that's a that's a lot, and you know, it's it's always good to have um, you know the support of someone who knows you and knows like your capabilities. Even sometimes when you question yourself about what you can do, you know, and Ariana is definitely um, a great person for that. I've known her 
for many, many years. Her and I actually went mm-hmm. and graduated high school together. So, you know, we've known know each other. <laughs> yeah, we graduated. We went to Cathedral High School together, class of 2001. Oh, wow. So I've known her since 1997. And then we just happened to cross paths again when she was, uh, you know, when she pledged Sia. And at that time, I was pledging my first line. So my first daughter is actually her line sister. So there's a lot of history between her and I. Um, mm-hmm. She's a great judge of character. You know, um, so it's great that, you know, she did see all those things in you and it kind of gave you the opportunity to, you know, hone in on what you wanted to do for your career and even led you to understand that you now want to take that same passion, but go in a different direction. And that's great. You know, it's always good to have those experiences that allow you to say, okay, this is what I want to do, but I want to go in this direction instead of this one. You know, I get that. Too. I was a biochem major for the first two years of college, switched my major junior year to business, and then had to do four years of work in two years to graduate on time. So wow. I get it. We go in different directions and it leads us down the path that we need to go through. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then like, what made you decide after, you know, putting your, your blood, sweat and tears into this baby, like what made you decide like, okay, I'm ready, you know, to pass on that flame to someone else? Well, after doing the two seasons, I I was actually going through a lot at the time. Mm-hmm. And this was also during the pandemic because I took this position in the beginning of 2020 and then, you know, March, 2020 happened and I'm still feeling very new in the position. And then it was just like, bam, I had to do all this stuff, right. you know, to try to, to try to help build that community as much as possible to try to be there for everybody. Um, you know, in the, in the ways that I could under my position, um, right. because, you know, community affairs director, I was supposed to be building community. So it was very, there was a lot of pressure at that moment. Um, which, you know, is great at, you know, diamonds are made under pressure. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so, there's nothing wrong with that. It was just like a moment where it was, it was just a lot at one time, just like as it was for anybody at the beginning of the pandemic. But then as time went on, I actually um, ended up moving cross country in August of 2020. And I moved to Los Angeles. And that was something that I've always wanted. Like basically my whole life, anybody who knows me, I was ready at any moment to be like, okay, it's my time to move. Um, That that was just, has been a huge goal for me. Mm -hmm. And with all the other moving parts of the pandemic and this position and doing the podcast and everything, um, it was like, I'm not, I'm not really sure how to explain it. It was, uh, it was very fulfilling, but you know, it was just a lot all at the same time. So it's time consuming and overwhelming yeah. in some ways. Yeah, at some points, yes, but mm-hmm. very, very fulfilling. I don't want that to, to no. get, um, you know. Overshadowed by yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So um, once I was able to go through two seasons and I kind of felt fulfilled, you know, mm-hmm. in those moments and I was like, wow, I actually did it. 
I did two seasons of it, <laughs> um, which, you know, I, I didn't really have an expectation of how long I was going to do it for. But once I kind of had that feeling where I was like, this was great. And now I'm in LA and I was ready to kind of just move on and really hone in on my career choices and my career path, because that was basically, that was the reason I moved to Los Angeles because I wanted to be in entertainment and whatnot. So once I got to that point, um, I, I just felt it and I was like, okay, I'm ready for the next step in my life, right. you know? Yeah. So that was a long-winded answer to get to. It's not long-winded. <laughs> I, like, I, I felt it and I was ready. And, um, you know, some other things have played out in my life since then mm-hmm. where, um, you know, I'm not actually in Los Angeles anymore right now, Okay. but I'm back home with my family, you know, for, for a lot of family reasons and whatnot. So I feel like where I, where I am now I am supposed to be and you know it's just that feeling you have you know intuition yes yes intuition and I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be I feel like this is the direction that the podcast is supposed to be going in it has to continue it has to continue with somebody who is also passionate about about it and it's just a overall amazing woman so thank you (laughs) yeah so I it feels good and it feels right and I'm excited for it that's always you know it's it's funny how um we kind of think that we're going down a path you know like there's something that tells us like we're going down this path and things seem like I'm headed in the direction that I'm supposed to go. And then something comes in and maybe throws like a little monkey wrench in that. And Mm -hmm. even though it throws it off and you feel kind of off kilter, um, when things kind of, when the dust kind of settles, you realize that you Mm -hmm. kind of needed that moment in life to put things into perspective for you, you know? So even though you're not exactly, you moved and then you had to move back but there's this sense of contentment with you. Like I'm where I'm supposed to be. And then it's going to lead you to where you need to be next. But these are all experiences that you're getting that are allowing you to move forward with the things that you want. So that's a beautiful thing. You know, um, just in in speaking to you, I can see like the passion that you have about the direction that you want to go in. And it's just, it's just a matter of just keeping that same conviction and that same strength. And I know it's hard, you know, when all these different things are coming at you, all the different elements and, you know, there's that level of kind of feeling empowered, but also feeling discouraged at the same time and not knowing whether or not you're supposed to kind of keep going. But, um, you know, look at everything that you've done in a short time I think, you know, the sky's the limit for you. So just like, you know, just keep pushing through, you know, palante, like we always say, you know, you just gotta, yes. you gotta keep going forward and it will definitely work in your favor. Um, so now that you've moved on from this, like, what do you, what do you want to do next? And what, 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 you know, obviously not in elaborate detail, but what do you see yourself focusing on now that, you know, your baby's kind of, you know, moving out the door for you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I am. So since I am back home, Mm -hmm. I I had these moments of 
what am I going to do next? Because basically my whole life and vision was like Los Angeles, you know, make it in Hollywood, make it big, you know, all those little like cliche things. Um, so now that I'm back here, I had a lot of um, epiphany moments mm-hmm. and I actually just started a business like nice. out of the blue. It was super random. I never, ever, ever in my life thought that I would have started my own business, let alone the business that I did start. And it's because, I don't know, I I never really saw myself doing that. And um, I started a luxury picnic business. Hmm. Yeah. And y'all can't see Jessica's face, but she was like, what? What is that? No, no. Like I'm saying, because I think, listen, I'm a huge romantic. So if you get me to have like a dope picnic where we're sitting (laughs) out and we just, we're vibing out. Listen, that is my thing. So my face is just like, wait, what? Like Mm -hmm. that's, it's different. I've never heard it before, but I definitely think like a a romantic picnic is a beautiful thing. So I am like intrigued by it. So I'm like, good. Yeah, so it just kind of happened. Um, like I said, I never would have thought in a million years, but I saw it. My best friend brought it up to me. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. She saw these pictures. And then I started doing research and I was like, oh, this is something that's becoming big in a lot of the big cities like Los Angeles, like New York City, mm-hmm. San Francisco. Um, there's a, most any big city, you'll probably find one. So basically what it is is just like an elevated experience of your normal comforting picnic where I I do like pillow arrangements where you're nice and comfortable and I do like a little table setup with actual table settings and place settings and I put flowers and balloons and plants around you and I make it a very like comforting warm setting so that you could have like your little special moment or special occasion, whatever that mm-hmm. may be, whether it's a date, anniversary, birthday, whatever it is. Um, and I, have, I actually have my hand in design and like interior design, which hasn't right. been my passion, but it's something that I've actually found myself throughout my life doing because I find joy in it and I find joy in like event planning and designing and everything. So starting this, I found like a different joy in life where I was like, oh, snap, I like doing all of these things. And now I just made a business out of it, even though it's something completely the opposite direction of everything that I've put it towards in my life already towards my career. Mm -hmm. But it's just something that has made me happy. And I'm home and I'm, I'm building something that's mine. And I'm really like putting it full force. And I'm and it's a huge risk, um, you know, financially and everything. Yeah. But it's um, like, I'm totally here for the risk. I love it. I can't wait to see it grow. Um, so that's right now what I'm really focusing on, right? But I still haven't let go of my dream of, of hosting and entertainment mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I've actually um, been collaborating with some folks that I know out in my area and we're working on doing um, some other like podcast opportunities 
where I'm the guest instead of like the host <laughs> um <laughs> and then working on like a little talk show with some friends that I know in the area and just working with the community here right. so yeah so I, I started this new endeavor which is super exciting and fun for me but I still haven't let go of you know like my real true uh career goals so I'm still working on both at the same time and then I'm here with my family so there's a lot of support and love and it's it's really nice like I said I feel like I'm in the right spot that I need to be even though it's not the direction that I had foreseen you know right I think that's awesome and I think one thing that people you know they always say through you know, through struggle, you know, we realize different things about ourselves. And I think that there are a lot of people out there that during the pandemic really were able to hone in on different things that they would have never seen themselves doing. And I think it's because maybe we didn't really feel like we had the time before, you know, before the pandemic, everything was just go, 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 you know, and now you were forced to like, stop, not even slow down. It was just like, stop. And then you're sitting there with all this time on your hands, like, what am I going to do with myself? You know, and it kind of allows your creativity to flow a little more. And you start thinking about different things that you can do and different skills that you have that, like you said, you know, you've always kind of had a hand in interior design, but it was never something that you really focused on. Why? Because you're, you were, you know, you were focused, you had tunnel vision Mm -hmm. for your career path. And now, you know, now you're realizing I can go down both of these paths and do them both, you know, at the same time, I don't need to give up one to do the other. So I think that's awesome. And definitely, I can't wait to see that because I, like I said, I'm all about a good picnic. So I am definitely down for the get down. So I am excited to see that. And I definitely would love to do one of those because I think it's, um, I think, I think we're coming to a, a point where we realize that there are a lot of creative people in the world. And if you can use that creativity to find different forms of like entertainment and, you know, joy in people's lives, um, I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing. So I, like I said, I'm down for it. When you said it, I was like, hey, luxury picnics. We were just, I was just talking um, about picnics with my pledge daughter a few weeks ago. And I'm just like, you know, when was the last time you saw a really good picnic? you know, like a really wow. good vibe. And I feel like that, that right ambiance, like you just set mm-hmm. the tone for, for something. So I think that's, I think that's yeah. beautiful. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. That's Thank very, you. very exciting. And, you know, just keep at it, you know, do, do it all. Wear the multiple hats. We can do it. You know, yeah. it yeah. doesn't have to be one or the other. So oh, yeah. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I have just one last question for you. So okay. You know, we were just talking about how you're working on some different things and you're going to be like guests appearing on different podcasts. So now Mm -hmm. that you are now officially the former host, what are you looking forward to as a viewer? You know, now switching seats, going from, you know, being in the driver's seat to being a passenger. What are you looking forward to? Well, I am... I can't really pinpoint just one thing. Like I'm really (laughs) excited just to see all of it. You know, my, my vision when 
I decided to move past um, this role, mm -hmm. I immediately thought, I was like, I don't want the next person to be like just at my level if that makes sense i want the next person to take it to the next level like i i want it to be better because you know i'm not you know the best or the perfect human by by all means by any means and i just know that now that we're opening it up and having more creative minds come in and different mm -hmm. perspectives. I am just so excited for all of it. Um, but if, <laughs> if I wanna pinpoint one thing, um, I I'm just really excited to see the topics that you choose because just from your little summary of what you said earlier, they just seemed really intriguing. And mm -hmm. when you were talking about it, it seemed like you were really passionate about speaking about these things. So that's what I'm really, really excited for. And to just see those play out and to, to meet new sisters, even though I'm not the one, um, you know, hosting it anymore, I'm still going to feel like I'm meeting these new sisters because I'm sure you're going to have sisters who I've never met or spoken mm -hmm. to. So just having more of those connections as well. It's going to be so cool. Yeah, I like, um, I, I was thinking about that when you said it earlier about, you know, um, bridging the gap. And I think that's definitely something that's super important because, you know, um, like I said, I've been a sister for almost 20 years at this point. And there's a lot of sisters that I do know. But now, like when we had like convention and things like that mm -hmm. and I go to all these events and I see all these people and I'm just like I don't know half the people here anymore right. and I remember being a sister like back in my day where I would walk in a room and I knew practically everybody in the room you know so yeah. I think this is a good opportunity to you know really just bridge that gap that you were talking about and 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 even reforming a lot of the bonds that that were there at one point because you know you get older and like you said even now moving into different career paths you know all those different things it's very easy to kind of lose lose connections with people unintentionally life gets in the way so I feel like this is definitely a good a good way to do that so I am excited um, about that so but like you said you know you want things to get better and honestly, you sound like a parent because any parent will tell you, it's true, any parent will tell you, we want our children to always be better than we are. So this is, you know, your baby. So you want your baby just to get yeah. better as time goes on. So I get it. So, you know, if and when you decide that you're ready to become a parent, you already have the mentality, girl. So you're good oh. to go. You are good to go. Because that is one of the things as a, as a mom, we always want our children to you know, strive for more and be better than we are. Um, so you, you already have that mindset. So I am honored um, and very thankful for the opportunity to continue the legacy that you have created. Um, it is going to be a very interesting and fun journey, but I am looking forward to it. Now, if I call you and I'm like, girl, <laughs> I need you, <laughs> yeah. don't, 
don't stop answering my text messages. Just answer them, please, because I'm a little older. I got you. Yeah, I'm a little older in the game, so I might need some help. (laughs) I'm like, listen, I'm two years away from 40. So the technology that I'm used to in comparison to like what's out there now, I'm just like, Mm -hmm. what is that? So I'm like, damn, I'm starting to sound like my mom. Oh, God. The one thing nobody ever wants, but it's there. So I get it. But no. I'm super excited um, for this opportunity. And I'm so thank you. Uh, thank you to you for, you know, opening the door so that we can have this uh, line of communication for our sisters definitely. and for anyone else who needs it. Yeah, definitely. This is definitely a, a bittersweet moment, mm-hmm. but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm delighted to, to share this achievement and to, to pass this opportunity to you, pass the flame, um, you know, to somebody who's, I feel wholeheartedly like you are just going to take this and you're going to do such amazing things with it. So I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, yeah, I guess this is uh, Gina Marie finally signing off to see a chat, <laughs> but I just, I can't wait to see the growth. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Thank you for everything. I'm so grateful and um, stay tuned. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun ride. Yes, everybody, <laughs> please stay tuned. So excited. <laughs> yes. See you guys later. We, first um, episode two is coming soon. Yes. Woo-hoo.